Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 245 of Drunk Dads. Try that again. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 200. Fuck you, Justin. Sorry. God damn it. We're not doing this again. It's too late. Alright. Do it again. Snap out of it, man. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Alright, we're trying to skip now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 245 of Drunk Dads. God, I had it. Sorry. All right, Justin, look over there. All right, thank you. <laughs> Fuck you, Cable. Since you're laughing now, you can't laugh too. I know, I know. It's me. I, I, yeah. Sorry. All right, all right. Okay. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 245 of Joe Dasher's podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler. And joining me, we're the man, the myths, the large himself, Sir Colonel Campbell. What's up, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. They're making fun of me because it's like my ninth attempt doing the intro. I'm, I'm sorry, but that's just. Oh it's man, epic. what can I say? It's the middle of the night. It is one twenty in the morning. We just started doing our game of the year show. I know, but I'm doing pretty it's like good. Three twenty p.m. for Gales. <laughs> he is in Japan. Justin's. Justin's gone. I love him. Fuck. He lost his marbles. He lost his marbles. He did. The amount of pain we go through for you fans. Yes. Hope you guys appreciate what we're doing for you guys tonight. It's 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 a hook special. (laughs) He's gone. Uh, Fuck you. How are you doing, Gables? (laughs) I'm doing fine, Tyler. Uh, Like I said before, man, it's like kind of looking forward to seeing what's going to be going on our game of the year lists because mm-hmm. it's been a strong year and uh, I'm kind of having my good suspicions on who has what. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, Justin's obviously here as well. Hello. Justin's been a long up. time. Yep, yep. It's been... Uh, Since last week. Yeah. It's, been a, it's been a week for you guys. It's, it's been, been about... Long, it's been a long week. 45 minutes for us. Yeah. Uh, it's a couple minutes, turn to 45 minutes. 45 minutes you can't handle anymore, and I understand why. Yeah, yeah, Justin's cut off. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, this is, uh, people don't remember, uh, just a couple hours ago for us, we started recording on the uh, year, year review of 2017. Uh, now we are into our top 10 games of the year. Top 10! 2017. Yeah. Plus honorable mentions. Um, yes. We have to figure out how we're going to do that here eventually. I'll put the mention off there. We'll do that next episode. You'll hear on auto mentions next episode. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, we're going to do... Um, we know about... Just remind for everybody. We don't know each other's list. Uh, it is going to be a surprise for everybody uh, what those what the, what those are for us. Um, 
You okay there, Justin? Mm-hmm. Alright. <laughs> fucking prick. Sitting right next to me. Uh, but I don't know what's happening anymore. Uh, but before... Before we get there, uh, to start starting the top ten list, something I mentioned before we started recording is I think it'd be kind of fun without spoiling it for anybody. <laughs> let's try to guess each other's number one game of the year. Starting with you, you want me to start? You want you guys want to start guessing mine, or you want me to start guessing yours? Okay, you start guessing ours first. Yes. Tyler. Okay. Yes, I agree. Gables, I'm gonna go Mario Odyssey. Justin, I'm gonna go Breath of the Wild. So that's my guesses for you guys. Your guesses. That's my guesses for you. Now, guys. Gables. Gables, what's your guesses for us? Okay, for let's see. For Justin, I'm going to say Super Mario Odyssey. For Tyler, I'm going to say Unraveled. I mean, uh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> what did you... Breath of the Wild? Yes. I, I quit the show. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the same plane for him. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um... Gables? Yeah. Super Mario Odyssey. Tyler. I could punch you if you say Unraveled, by the way. I can't punch you. Um... <laughs> I'm in trouble with you. Um, I got to throw one out, though. Um... Sorry. I feel like it's going to be on The Force is, is shrouded this one. It has shrouded me. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm what dealing with right now, people. <laughs> this is what I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> Did a Banshee come influence the freaking game <laughs> of the year content? We are four hours into, like, just bullshitting right now, and we're, like, a third. Um, we're not even, like, two thirds. We're not even halfway through the recording. I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Breath of, okay, I don't know. I don't okay. know. It's I. I don't know what to say. Okay, that's it, fair. It seems fair. Well then, so how it's gonna work? Where's uh, the Evil Seven? Definitely not. Not me in my top twenty-five. Uh, so while Justin's dying, I'm gonna explain how things are gonna yes. go to the show. Thank you. Um. Yep. Uh, I guess we're all dying in a way. Justin's dying quicker. Yes, uh, he's choking true. on his own spit. It happens <laughs> a lot. It does happen a lot. It's really lose a lot of action from day to day. Yeah, by myself and around other people. It's how he keeps himself alive. Um, like I said, we don't know each other's list. We're gonna, we're all as you guys are hearing us say it. We're the other, co- the other co-hosts are hearing for the first time. Uh, just want to ask you to scoot forward just a tad bit here. This is the wall. Yes, yeah, wall. <laughs> is it, is it me you. and the wall? It's you and the wall. <laughs> it's making a squishy noise. Yes, uh, but um, <laughs> fuck you. Um, <laughs> That's funny. So basically, as we announce what, what our, our numbers are, our games are. We are going to. That's the first time we're all going to be hearing it. Nobody else. Nobody knows our other's list except for the person that made the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go in order. I'm going to start, and there's going to be Gables, and there's going to be Justin, and we're going to go in that order. Uh, all the way around for the uh, for the entirety of the show, um, <laughs> and I guess we're gonna just jump right into it right now with uh, my number ten game of 2017. And I'm gonna start with the big one. I think I think this is a bit of a surprise for everybody. South Park fractured butthole. Oh. Um, wow. I saw it that, coming. Okay, Justin saw it coming. Apparently, huh. he doesn't know my game of the year. 
But he he saw number ten coming. It's, it's, it's in there. It's in there though. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, it's something I talked about um, earlier in the year when it first came out. It's it's a really good game. It, I think in a way it might be some of the best um, South Park out there. Um, but as a as the core <laughs> of a game goes, as far as like the story and the banter, all that, it might be the peak South Park for me as a fan. But going through the world, it's. They've, it's obviously been updated if you've been watching the last few seasons. There's Shitty Paw Town in there. There's, uh, there's some cool stuff <laughs> in there. Paw Shitty Paw Town. Uh, there's some cool stuff in there. PC Principal, things like that. They've added some things. Uh, Mr. Garrison being based on Donald Trump. Uh, there's been some funny stuff. Morgan Freeman owns a burrito factory. Uh, it is pretty funny. Um, there's some good stuff in there. But overall, it's something... This is one of the games that was almost on my most disappointed games of the year list. Uh, but it's still a really fun game. I like the combat. They change it up a little bit. It's more of a strategy game. More of uh, it's not so much turn based. It's more of a uh, I don't want to say XCOM hates. I've and, heard it's like Fire Emblem in a way. Yeah, Fire Emblem is a better way. To I play. never played Fire Emblem, but I've heard it's like Fire yeah, Emblem. Yeah, more of a, you, you can move around a little bit. There's a grid. It's grid based fighting. Grid based. Yeah, um, which I liked a little bit. I don't know if I like it so much as I did Sick of Truth, uh, just because I, I I'm into I played Sick of Truth more for South Park than I did for the, the game. Yeah. And this game, this felt like more gamey than I wanted it to be. I guess I'm more, more for the side. yeah, I'm a little more into the for the journey of this of South Park than I am for playing a video game. And um, <clears throat> but the the best way I can describe this game is, and I said this a couple months ago, is it's like imagine your great your favorite band made a greatest hit album, and that was Ticket Truth. That's what it was for me. And then they released a second greatest hit album, and that's Fractured But Whole. And it's like, oh, it, you know, one through twenty is, is my. They got the, the first greatest album was my twenty favorite songs of this band, and then they then Fractured Whole was like twenty one through forty, my favorite songs, and that's what that is. Still really, really, really good, but it's not. You know, it reminds me of Elton John's favorite uh, greatest hits one and two. Okay, Elton John's favorite greatest hits one is like fucking amazing. Yeah, the second one has amazing songs in there, but the first one has like a lot more of them. Yeah, it seems like they just kind of went all out on um, Stick of Truth. And like I said, the whole make fun of Marvel, DC, take a shot of that, and just some of the things that have changed in the last few years of the show. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I still cool. love it. Uh, I think maybe it just drops this far on my list just because being a huge South Park fan, maybe it's hype versus what I got in a way. Yeah, it's but, like so close in to the last one that came out. In yeah. A way. Yeah. There, like the, when, before the last one came out, there wasn't. Was there much? There was South never Park a, games that were like really, really great. There was never a good South Park game before that. Like I loved the N sixty four one when I played it, but I don't love it anymore. Yeah, it was fine <laughs> back the in the P, day. But it's a bit, snowballs and it's stuff. It's a shitty game, but it was okay back in nineteen. But it was actually a good game though when the, the Secret uh, Truth came out though. I mean, oh okay, yeah, yeah. Secret Truth, yeah, no. Like when that came out, though, it was like this is an actual game. It took time. It wasn't just like a stupid. Yeah, I don't know. It, was, it, it, meant, it meant more. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my number that's 10. Cool. South Park Fracture by Hole. Nice. Gables, what is uh, yours, buddy? <clears throat> my number 10 game of the year is Cuphead. Oh, shit. I thought it would be a lot higher, honestly. <laughs> well, the thing about Cuphead is this is the type of game which I very much love to play. Not because of the difficulty, but in the nostalgia type of feel when it comes to traditional sort of gameplay reminiscent to say the 90s the 80s and stuff like that where a lot of the action platformers 
of that generation were more or less dependent upon not like uh, like based on the technicalities of the game itself, but rely more so on your skill or recognizing patterns in order to progress to the next stages and stuff. With my experience through Cuphead so far, it's been one of those type of experiences where even though I may have played like a very short amount of it, it's significant enough to where I literally am at the moment where it's like every time I go through a play against a boss, it's like, okay, just one more game, just one more game, you know, just it gets that hook into you where you want to go forth and you want to finish up a world or you want to finish up a specific boss because he's le- the boss battle is legitimately awesome and you want to try to figure out how to get past the phases of this of the various couple ones i mean for a good example it's like there's a boss that i face that uh, you battle this fucking giant moon or something like that that kind of metamorphosizes as soon as you try to beat beat it bit more you know in terms of like uh it's it's just everything about the game itself from its aesthetics through its innovative like inside of its like innovative way to like just uh mesh compound elements of uh, specific types of like patterns and stuff inside boss battles and stuff it just feels original it feels fresh it feels like something that uh has been missing inside of the gaming landscape for a while but at the same time it just feels so familiar because of how games like contra sort of shaped gamers into being like a little bit more hardcore by going through that rigmarole and that type of memory patterns, or a Ninja Gaiden, or a Castlevania. Cuphead really more or less kind of reminds me of those type of games, while kind of reframe, well, kind of like, uh, well, kind of like uh, not holding your hand or going through, you know. It sort of has a sort of Dark Souls-like experience to where you're basically put inside, okay, you gotta go past this and do this, you know. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's definitely... My number 10 game of the year, it probably would have been a lot higher if, and that's a big if, I managed to finish the game. <laughs> is it because is it you're also bad at video games like me? No, it's not because I'm like just ultra bad at video games. It's <laughs> because I love to take my time with video games. <laughs> I just wanted to feel better about myself. But... <laughs> you did good, man, I thought, in that game. Thank you, thank you. It only took me six hours to beat the first world. Um yes. Well, very, small feet. Very cool game. I'm surprised how it actually was number 10. I thought it would be much higher. Hmm. Um, but, Jesse, it's your number 10, buddy. My number 10 is ARMS. Oh, nice. Um, Man, like I said earlier on the last episode, this is a game that I wish I would have spent more time with. I love this game. I love, I love the concept of it. It's not perfect. There's things in it. There's more things in it than I wish I would be. Um... That being uh, more of like a solo experience, besides just like the Grand Prix they have in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like that. That's cool. But I, I would like more of like, even even just as simple as like the little thing in like the old Mortal Kombat, like, like the tower. Yeah. Where you kind of see where you're going up to, and it's kind of more of like, there's more stakes. More things happening. Not like, no matter who you pick... It's the same for Mortal Kombat too, I guess. But no matter who you pick, and like Arm, it's like the ending's gonna be exactly the same. I don't know. I don't know. Like, so, there's there's things missing from this game. I love this game. Lack of content. There's some lack of content. There's some timing issues when it came out, but more more lack of content, I think. And uh, but but I'm being native. 
I love I love this game. Like this game is cool. Every time I hear the opening thing, because uh, Caden's my daughter tonight played this game. She's like, I want to play Arms, <laughs> and she turned it on. I heard the opening theme song. I was like, Oh yes, it's a good theme song. Like I love it, mm-hmm. and it made me want to go back into that game. And there's like three new characters I've not even played because I haven't had time. But like, oh man, this game has potential. They just Next time, if there is, I hope there's next time. They do, they do more with it and more fully realize the things going on. Sorry, got the mic. And uh, yeah, I, I think uh, this game's cool. It's like a new IP and something. It, it's like boxing. It's like, uh, it's like, it's like Smash. It's like Smash Bros. It's like Mortal Kombat, but it's not. It's like it's weird because you have like slinky arms. Yeah. It, it's it's a weird game. And it's like it goes beyond that for me though. It goes beyond that, like the, uh, the like just like being able to like punch around people and stuff. It's, it's like, I think it's like a, a I think they I think they fully realize like in their characters, they just didn't quite deliver on like the modes and stuff. But I think it's a very special game to me this year, and I will. I think I'll always re- remember Arms. So yeah, it's my number ten. It's it's a very good rough draft. Yeah. In the way to put it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. A rough draft is something that hasn't quite been done. And, like, in some ways it has, in some ways it hasn't, which is, it's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's why it's my number 10. But, yeah. Very cool, man. <laughs> Arms! Arms. The weird fucking language and like everything. Yeah. I, I like it. That was again. That was it's, like, it's like the next platoon, but like not as good in a way. Yeah, it, it was all not my, as fully realized or not as good in concept. It's one of the games I wanted to put on my. I was originally gonna put on my big surprise because it was a game I. One of those games like when I, the January event when they announced the Switch, I ripped on that game and then yeah, I played the test punch. And I'm like, this game's fucking really good. Which was and then I talked totally we talked about cool a couple weeks that. ago. Yeah, but yeah. It was just like uh, Gables and I did about like. That was a game I played. I played more to the test punch than I did the actual game came out. Yeah. So. No, I I, I like I get problem. that. I get that. But yeah. it was a great game overall. Oh yeah. They just need more things yeah. to do in the game. I, I like what they were going for. It just didn't quite deliver all the way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But so yeah. It was a good game. Yeah. Um, gameplay is more important. <clears throat> it's like Destiny. Like gameplay is there. They just gotta hash out everything else. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and it's a, like I said before to Tyler before the show, it, it's a tough year to, to name a lot of my games here like in a certain order. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it uh, just now ended up there literally within the last three minutes. Damn. <laughs> okay. I've had issues over here. Um, no, I understand. I uh, have issues. So moving on to my number nine then. Number nine. It is. Uh, Mighty number nine? No. It <laughs> is Life is Strange Before the Storm. It's a game I no talked about a lot already. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I'm surprised uh, it's nine. It, it's a game that, for the most part, my list was I thought was pretty well put in place until just a few days ago. And I'm happy, you know, I, I beat this on Monday. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy we're recording this on Friday night. Because uh, it might have been one of those games where, like, it would have been higher on my list. It would have been like Titanfall 2, like last year. I, beat, I played the game again, like, right before we recorded the Game of the Year show last year. Mm-hmm. And it ended at number two. And it's one of those games, like, if I could redo, redo my list from last year, it would be probably, like, number five or six. Still a really great game. Yeah. But it was too fresh in my mind. And I'm happy that we had a four or five day stretch before we did, uh, for between me beating the game and was doing the show because it, I think this is a better number for it. It was much higher on my list initially, uh, but I talked about it a lot last week with with um, everything. It was my impact, biggest impact, most important game of the year. Yeah. Uh, it, the characters, uh, the town, the music, the uh, high school, everything about the game was fantastic. Storyline is 
Meh, got some problems. But uh, if you guys, I mean, I'm not going to spend too much more time talking about the game. We've talked about it a lot already. If you guys haven't listened to last week's, just listen to me talking about my biggest impact. You've intrigued me about the game, though, in general, beyond just like the prequels. Yeah. You've intrigued me for the whole thing. I, it's so. Just you listening, like, listening to you. Like, I'm not going to, like, oh, man, he has all his expectations for me. But, like, just you talking about them is, like, opening up things for me about the game. Yeah. I would say episode one of Life is Strange. At least check it out. I I feel like at least check it out. Yeah. Like, this Uh, game out. Yeah. I don't know. I I can't say what. what, That's what I want to do. Should you play Before the Storm or the original Life is Strange first? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, It's a tough question to answer. But I would say maybe check out the original first because it's free. First episode one. Episode one's free. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't want to spend too much more time. That's cool. That's about. a tough, a tough decision to make. Yeah, like which one? Do, I feel like it adds both ways. Yeah, and I don't know which way it hurts more though. Like playing it, like yeah, uh, yeah. So, I get, I get that. Um, That's cool. But that is uh, my number nine. Life strange before the storm. Uh, what about you, Gables? Okay, number nine is going to be Wildlands: Ghost oh. Recon. Okay, another game I thought would be much higher, honestly. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands, it definitely had a interesting idea in terms of, like, uh, <clears throat> it's explorable environments and stuff, working with, the, with your, like, squad and stuff to go forth and explore large terrains and this and that and stuff. And I gotta admit, though, I did have quite a bit of fun going through, not only just kidnapping random, like, drug cartel thugs and then just placed them all in vans and then setting them ablaze, you know, that that's, <laughs> that's literally terrible. something I did. Dude, it's something I did. I went to a small town and stuff inside Bolivia and, like, I went through as my character. And granted, my character looks like my exact same photocopy of myself dressed in work attire at my really? workplace. Yes, it is. I want to see it. it. I want to play it Wildlands has, so bad. It has a golf shirt. <clears throat> Technically, you can, but I don't have the game right now. You but uh, oh, dude, basically, you guys now. <laughs> I have a golf shirt, a blue golf shirt. I have a black beanie, and I have cargo pants. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is you. And then the rest, yeah, that's that's basically that's my work awesome, attire. Dude. And uh, basically, I'm carrying an assault rifle and stuff like that. And I'm I'm going through. I'm scouting. There was a moment in the game where I basically scouted out these. Uh, all these random, like, fucking <clears throat> drug cartel people. I ended up sneaking up behind them, like, kidnapping them and stuff, and, like, putting them inside, like, uh, one or two major vans over there. I got about eight of them in total between two vans. I parked them both together. I set a bunch of C4 inside, and then I walked away, and I just lit them ablaze. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you earn some of your better, like, achievements in that game, where it's a gold trophy for... Like, basically blowing up, like, eight people with a one grenade or one mine. <clears throat> nice. But, uh, yeah, part of the reasoning why I have it as it is on my top ten is because there are other games I have played that honestly have, were better than uh, Wildlands, especially in the story department, because it give or take <laughs> and stuff, some of the best story elements inside that game are actually through some of the uh, supporting characters that are around the drug cartel leader El Sueño. So that's just the thing about uh, the game itself. It's like a lot of the best experiences you can have is actually co-op with other people. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, that's my number nine. Well, shitballs, Gables. I 
Threw me for a loop there with that. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Josie, you're number nine. My number nine is Mario plus Rabbids okay. Kingdom Battle. Okay. Huh. Um, I was optimistic about this game. Is this... Is a little this... too optimistic. Can I ask? Is this... But it became even better than I imagined. Is this like our opposite with, like, Codename Steam and Unravel? Where, no. like, you loved it and I hated it and now this No. Is okay. It's another game. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, there's another game. All oh, the shit. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. Right, we'll find I, out. I, it's more of a guess this year. Okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's not as cut and dry as last time. No, it's not. It's not. I don't know if like, there is one. Like, is like the other time you knew, before, like, we were playing Frisbee Golf, you knew. Uh, this is... <laughs> uh, Mario Bros. Rabbids is a well-made game that shouldn't have been as good as it was. I have issues with it. I have issues with every game I come across. That's just human. Just hate I guess. life in general. <laughs> I hate life. You son of a bitch. No, should have took my legs in Vietnam. Uh, no, this game was uh, quite pleasant, and uh, like Tyler mentioned earlier, it was, it was a fun, a very, very fun time of the year. Like, <laughs> like I could play this game, just playing this game without uh, just listening to it, or I could like listen to a podcast. It was a great game where it's like, I had like a nice balance of like, okay, strategic things going on and story, so like I didn't have to quite hear every single thing that was going on. Like you kind of, you kind of know when to like turn off the sound if you wanted to. Take one. But no, I get that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, this game, uh, I never, I never played a game uh, quite like XCOM, but I did play Steam World, uh. No, Codename Heist. Codename Fuck that game. Steam. Codename Steam. And it was awesome. No, it wasn't. But uh, this game <laughs> is like, it was a good marriage of the two things. No, it wasn't. It was uh, Rabbids and Mario. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This game. Yeah, <laughs> not Codename Steam. Codename Steam was cool. Not... Yeah, it's really I just want to point out when you told me, when 2015 was your game of the year list, and you, Codename Steam was on your list, my reaction was, fuck you. Yeah, so. <laughs> I get, no, I get that. No, I get that. I, I, I stand by that. But statement. I still, I still think that game had a lot of promise and a lot of cool things to it. No, it didn't. But anyway, <laughs> I almost died. Um, uh, dude, Mario Plus Rabbids is awesome. These, these, uh, these eight games, like I, I mentioned before, <laughs> it was hard for me to pick a place for them because. <laughs> They were so evenly matched; it was insane. Mm-hmm. Like I, I loved, I loved these games. The next games are gonna make sure I love, but it was hard for me to put them, you know, before the other one. I just want to throw that out there. I want to be honest with you guys. Yeah, it was, a, it was a tough year for me in that regards. Usually, I have a tough year with like the first couple. This year was like a uh, tough year with the last eight for some reason. Damn, it was fucked up. But yeah, uh, Kingdom Battle, dude. Mario plus Rabbids. Yeah, my is nice. that my number nine? That's your number nine. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, mine was changed. Since I've been. Mine was the polar opposite. Nine and ten were easy. Everything else was hard. Uh, no, yeah, totally. That's cool though. But uh, I, I like hearing the differences. Yeah. Uh, mine this year. It, my number eight this year is Evil Within Two. Uh, I'm typing. Sorry, you might hear typing here now. I'm typing the the show notes before we all know what the numbers are. Uh, so Evil Within 2, right, um, it is, Justin? No, go ahead, I, okay. want, I just want to hear you about okay. this game. Alright, so, I really like this game. This is no knock on this game. This is like, yeah, I yeah. talk about, right, 
One of the greatest years it's of all time. Top 10. Yeah, it's top 10 and a really strong, really, really strong year. Where at one point I was making a top 25 list for this year. Because yeah. there was that many games that I felt I should mention. Yeah. I didn't do it. I, I you could have, though. That's amazing. Very, very easily could have. Um, but, uh, yeah, Evil Within 2. I, I I think, you know, Evil Within 1 was like fifth or sixth on, in like 2014, I think, when it came out. Uh, it just came it out of nowhere. 14, was it? Yeah, it was, um, to me, it was like the, tr- it was like what, it was this generation's Resident Evil 4. Yes. And to me, this yes. is, Evil Within 2 is Continuation this, of that. Yeah, this is, this generation's Resident Evil 5. This is what Resident Evil 5 should have been. Um, okay. Okay. I like that. Right, what yeah. it should have been. Yeah, what Resident Evil 5 should have been. Uh, you know, I, I I enjoyed Resident Evil 5 for what it was, the actual Resident Evil yeah, yeah. 5. But, it wasn't uh, as terrible as the things that come. No. No, I mean, 6 obviously being the peak of all-time gaming. <laughs> um, some would say the Breath of the Wild of last generation. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry. Sorry. Just just okay, I'm joking. Uh, no, um, he's not getting. He's gonna vomit right now. Um, no, uh, I, I really, I really enjoyed Evil Within Two. I thought it was kind of, it was great being back in that universe, in that world, and the way they just kind of escalated to it, like they, everything just, all the stakes felt higher. Um, you, like it kind of, it kind of, there was like the story made more sense in the first half an hour of the game than the entire first game did. In a way where, like, I don't, I honestly couldn't, like, what the fuck's happening right now? I, I, for the most part, I got the core of it. Um, but then, like, when you play the second one, everything totally makes sense in a crazy, almost Metal Gear-esque type way. Uh, where it's, like, really okay, doesn't make okay. sense, but you understand okay. what's happening. Um, I can get on board with that. Okay. Uh, but, no, I liked it. I, I, it was so cool how this game was, like, it was, like, two different games in one. Where, like, it the, really is. It, like the first half was just very small open world, and all yeah. like, and like you just walk around this little almost Resident Evil two like continued. Yeah, yeah, that's actually and in what, some yeah. ways. Yeah, uh, but you can just go around. And you can just like go in random houses and find totally random side quests or totally random things yeah. to do. And it it felt like there was like there wasn't a lot, <laughs> but the things you did find like felt important. <laughs> and they mattered in a way. Like they, well, I shouldn't say they mattered because something like, you can just like you can play whole parts of this game and totally miss things about it. Totally. Uh, but there which point... is a, a cool thing about it. Yeah, but at the same point though, like there was cool things that you can do uh, that like you find late three hours in the line. Like, oh shit, that that's back. Uh, oh god, you're gonna need that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I I just loved how the first half played out, where it was just like. There was a few open world parts of it. Very small. There's a few blocks. But, but they it was, felt meaningful once you actually got dove yeah. into them. And, like, actually, like, I kind of understand how this world happens. Yeah. And like, My thing I liked about it, though, in that open world part of mm-hmm. it was it was small. But it was, like, but nothing felt, like, it didn't, there was no, like, emptiness to it. There was no blandness to it. Like, everything mattered. It wasn't just big for the sake of being big. Uh, we didn't make this a whole city to the point of making a whole city. Yeah, uh, and I like that. Like every which house, worked, we went which to... worked for that game. Yeah, which for this, for this the scope of this game, it worked well. Yeah. And then the whole second half was like more like Evil Within One, where it was just fucking a linear. Uh, which is the thing I love about Evil Within One, and I like the change. That <laughs> this game. Um, and I right. like I like this game because it's just like it's it's awesome. I want to totally hear flipped the t- flipped everything about this game, and the, the boss fights were cool. There's a little little bullet spongy maybe, but oh I, yeah. Um, my only real complaint I have with this game is that the last third, at the first like two thirds of the game, 
I was I had so much ammo and health that I was leaving shit behind. Like I could not keep I couldn't carry any more shit. And then the last throw of the game, I was like fucking like crawling through the game, almost literally. Trying like masturbate shuck and it shows up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> like you had Where the no, hell is this chicken to come from? You had no ammo, you had no health. You had to avoid fights like like nothing like else. The plague. You almost had to play like a like a pacifist. And then like the, the last throw of that game. Outside of, like the last boss fight. Like it was like you played it like completely differently. And it like in some ways it sucked because you played for ten hours this one way. And one in the way. last five hours you had to play like, a two totally games different combined. Way. Yeah. Um but they did a really good job, I think. And I think it's really cool. And I hope it's uh it's a game that I didn't like much like Life is Strange, right? I was hoping we got more. Um, but I didn't know if we were because it wasn't like exactly like a blockbuster seller. Blockbuster seller. You didn't know what it would be. Yeah. And you were open to it, but you didn't. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe maybe though. Yeah. Optimistic, but yeah, I was hoping. Inter- for... Interesting to hear you about. This I uh, I came in uh, with interesting with a lot of hype. Sorry. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I, I went in like very optimistic, and it lived up to those to the optimism I had. Cool. And in some ways, it, it, like it kind of blew it. You know, it, it exceeded that optimism. Uh, it's number eight, but I feel like any other year it'd be a little higher. Yeah, dude. It's, no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I feel bad no, about yes, what these games what are. That means, but uh, yeah, totally. Uh, so yeah, this is like 2002, the year of the disappointments. Yeah. And like the listing. At this point, <laughs> it's the year, the only thing I deal with. The biggest disappointment this year for me is my list. So that's my that's my disappointment. Yeah, dude. I I hear you. Uh, but yeah, number eight. Evil Gables. Gables, what's your number eight? All right, so my number eight happens to be ARMS. Oh, damn, okay. Now, the, the thing about ARMS, I like ARMS. I do love the gameplay of ARMS. It definitely feels a lot more refreshing in terms of a fresh 3D fighting game and stuff from Nintendo. I definitely like the aspect of uh, how fast and fluid like a lot of the movements are for characters. I love the fact that they provided new DLC content, like new characters, new things and stuff to keep the game fresh up until just this past month. So so in and of itself, I do like that uh, you didn't have to really buy any extra stuff or downloadable content or anything else for the game itself. But uh, the reason why it's placed at the number 8 spot over games like Wildlands or Cuphead and stuff is I did put in a fair amount of time with each character going through the story, going through the campaign. Not, the, not just the campaign, but just the arcade mode in itself. And I just loved just going through and seeing what I could do, like, say, it's like Ninjara or, like, a Springman or, like, who's go your, through it's like Master Mummy, you know? It's who's like, your favorite character? Who's, like, your defining hmm. character of this uh, this new IP? Oh, let's see. The defining if you character. pick one. <laughs> Oh man, I do really like like heavy characters, so I do like Master Mummy because he is quite honestly probably one of the more powerful characters inside Master the game. Mummy. But uh, I I kind of do like playing as Ninjara because he is so fast that you can go through and just like spam a couple punches, go and teleport through through different parts of the stage and stuff, and you are still have enough room to go forth and like do that type of shit, you know. Mm. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know, I just, just got to say, man, the only thing I could probably say would be a little bit more of the thing is I just need to try to play a little bit more of the uh, extra characters that were made available more recently. Yeah, me, me too. Because <laughs> it looked pretty awesome, I got to admit. <clears throat> 
But yeah, that's my number eight. Nice. I just want to point out right now that um, the way we do our our, uh, our point system for like what's game of the year, like we do like number ten gets one point, number one gets ten points. Right now, Arms is our game of the year. This show. That's cool. That's cool. Hey, I like that. I point that out. It deserves um, it, man. It's at three points. In right a now. weird way. Uh, four points right now. It made um, itself that way. Spoiler: That's where it ends. Uh, <laughs> number one's arms apparently. Number one arms. It might, yeah, it's no, my game it's, of the year. It's right there forever. Yeah, uh, your number. I get that though. Eight though, Jesse. This is where it gets tough. Okay. My number eight, Horizon Zero okay. Dawn. Wow. Yes. Um. I love this game. In any year but this year. I still love this game. And it's, uh... I haven't seen a lot of things in this game that I need to. I know that for sure. I have almost spot in it before. Like, like the, the, uh... Like the, the, the complete edition things. Because, yeah. like, I want to go back and, like, see, like, all the uh, cauldrons and stuff. Yeah. Like, there's, there's things about this game I love... And obviously, I lo- obviously I love it. It's on my number fucking. It's a number uh, eight for me. So this game impacted me. Uh, I never, I didn't buy this game. But I, I borrowed it from a, my brother, and I played this game. And uh, the thing, the thing that stuck out the most is the story, for sure. The story is awesome. Sometimes the world can get in the way, but you know, it has a lot to do with me too. It's like there's so many games this year, like where it's like there's a lot of open stuff going on, and I didn't quite get to experience this game like maybe I could have any other year. Like it's it's weird. It's a weird game. Like because I I don't want to take that from this game or like make excuses for the game, but like. I think this is a really incredible game graphically, um, and you know, I do like Aloy now that I've played through the game and stuff like that. Like, uh, she's not the best, the best character I've ever seen in a video game. No, but she's pretty cool, and like the stuff she runs into is interesting, and like the things that she, that is bestowed upon her is interesting. Sorry. Is interesting to me. Like that's what kind of kept me going through the game. It's like n- not necessarily the gameplay because I really, I really, really loved the gameplay at first. And as I went on, I got less and less infatuated with the world for some reason. Uh, just, just because like, I don't know. maybe because I'm more interested in the story than than the, than the open world part of it. Not a, not a knock against it. Just like. Telling you how I feel about the game, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, once once I figured out how to, how to fast travel, I went through lots of parts because yeah, there's like there's there's lots of creatures like everywhere you go, but they're like just herds of deer that are like eating grass and uh, this and that, but that's like that 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 to me is cool, but that's like not not the most important part of this game. The most important part of this game is like where this game actually originates from. Once you go through the game and find out the uh, the whole plot, I don't want. I'm not gonna spoil anything as much. I hope I know. I don't. 
Uh, <laughs> no, this game, this game is fantastic. That's what I'm saying. This game is no less, no greater than my number four. Like, this game is fucking amazing to me. Like, I, I love this game. I actually want to go into it more eventually with like, the Frozen Wilds DLC that they recently put out. Um... Yeah, but it happens in at my number eight. But nothing. Top like, here. Yeah, it's in my top ten. This yeah. is great, and and uh, this and this game, if it would have came out like another, might have been number one for me. Mm. Like th- this game is a um, no knock against Horizon. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I have my complaints. I have my complaints about every game on this list. Yeah. But I actually love Horizon. It is cool. And like it actually... It, it showed me something that I didn't quite see coming. And uh, that's why like, it's kind of stuck with me. And it can't, it stuck me later in the year. Because I didn't, I didn't play it till like maybe September, October. When yeah. I first started playing. And uh, yeah. No. Horizon is a great game. It's 2017. And I think... Uh, anyone... Anyone who's on the fence about this game should check this game out because I think it's, it is a great game. And I think there's great things in there that I looked past because of the 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 way the not the way the game maybe set things up, but maybe the way that like uh, like I was going through the game. Yeah. And like I wish I would have read everything in this game more and like more more would have fell in love with it. But I feel like in a, in a in a year where so many things are coming out, like, damn it, it's hard to do. Yeah. And I hate I. It's not a knock against this game. Again, this game is fantastic. It's my number eight. Yeah. This game is fantastic. Yeah. No. It's, it is a beautiful I, fucking game. Yeah. And you can see unfortunately. Uh, and I love it. Yeah, it's the unfortunate of this year where it's like, we we almost gotta apologize for like where our numbers where these games rank our numbers. I Wise. hate that. Yeah, <laughs> games feel like they should be much higher than like, they actually are. But yeah, yeah this game is really fucking good. Yeah, and but damn it, I'm doing it shame. Yeah, I, I feel it. I understand. Exactly. I feel it. That's all I want to say. All right. Um, uh, I really I really love Horizon Zero Dawn, and uh, I'm glad I played it finally because I was late to the punch. Yeah. And I played it after Zelda, and I still thought it was fucking fantastic in its own way. I love this game. Yeah, no, I understand completely. I think I really do love Horizon, dude. Okay. I want. I want to know. I want to know. Like, it's one of those games. Like, I want to know everything you know about this game. Tell me, please. <laughs> Get out to play it, buddy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but, but yeah. But uh, speaking of games, we gotta apologize for. Being so far, so far down on the list, my number seven of this year is uh, Destiny Two. Um, <laughs> really, a game I didn't expect to play this year, let alone be on my top ten game of the year. This uh, of the year, that's cool to Justin's me. Justin's gonna high five me. Did it though, like, yeah. honestly. Um, so fucking Destiny Two, man. Like Destiny Two, it's a game we've ragged on. For years, and we played we played the shit out of this game. Gables, yes, and we me did. And Jake, um, and we go back to every year. We like the like we like the campaign. It's fine. It's fun, but it's more of us playing. Is we're all hanging out together. It's more of like just something to do while we bullshit together. Yeah, um, the original Destiny, which is 
It's, it's cool its own way. Yeah, in a way, that's fine. I mean, there's and, definitely and games it out is, there. There's good... There is banishing in that game. Yeah. Can I say that I played that game before you, the original before you? Yeah, that's, that's true. It's actually pretty... No, I'm not... No, I'm not against you. But it's funny because, like... You, you ended up playing more of that game than me. It was so interesting hearing mm-hmm. what you had to say about it because you had, like, Gabe to play with. And Jake. You had Jake to play with. Yeah. I didn't Go play. On. I'm sorry. Go I on. I barely played any of that game by myself. Like, and then Destiny cool 2. It's cool to me. I played. It's cool. Yeah. And Destiny 2, I, I, like I, I played entirely by myself. And I fucking really? loved this game. Holy uh, fuck. So much so that actually, I, I, I bought the season pass to this game and I'm going to play more of it. I want more of the game. Badass. You're making you want to buy this game, Tyler. Don't 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 do that. Uh, don't, don't put that don't put the voodoo on me. Uh, what you want the me to? The voodoo on him. I no. think you actually want me to. I don't want you to. Uh, maybe you can borrow my copy from me one day. No, I can't. That game with you was fun playing. Was game. Well, if you want to play with me, then that's fine. But just say don't buy it just to play it by yourself. Mm. Um, okay. No, I, I. So it's just so crazy to me, like how. Destiny One. It was we always talk about it. the gameplay portions are fine. It's fun. It's fun. The gameplay is fine. If the gameplay wasn't fun, then we no one would gave a shit about Destiny. Destiny would have came would have yeah. came and gone, and no like other than like remember that game Destiny. No one would have talked about it. Uh, unless it, you were unless, hardcore Destiny fans. Unless you hate yourself, yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> but no, Destiny Two though. I mean, like it came out and it just totally like. And I don't want to say they, they totally like came out and they redid everything. They didn't, but they just kind of went back. I feel like in a way, almost like they went back to the basics. And they just like, okay, here's what we did well. Here's what we didn't do well. Like the drawing board. Yeah, they went back. Yeah, went back to the drawing board and like, let's work on this shit. Like we got like the hard parts out of the way. We made this game. This game is fun to play. Let's work on like what's what. What can we do to keep these people playing? And not only play, but like you can play this game by yourself and have fun. And that's what that this, and they did. That like the level levels, they you put Io Titan, the European Dead Zone, uh, Venus. I think it was Venus the other one. I can't remember the fourth one. Uh, but all the worlds they put you on, uh, like felt unique and different, and they're all fun to play on. The camp, the camping, it's so simple. Like, but to add a bad guy and give you a reason to dislike him. Adds so much to this game, mm. uh, like and Destiny. I remember we, we talked more about before. stakes more. Yeah, like Destiny. Yeah, adds feelings the, involved. Builds the, adds more stakes to the game. I remember Destiny One. Like we talked about before. Like we beat the last, the last level, the last campaign mission, whatever. Yeah. And I remember when you, Jake, and I were sitting there, and Jake's like, "Yeah, we beat the game." I'm like, "That was it. That was the last boss." And he's like, "Yeah, that was the last yep. boss." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> We beat the game. And I had no idea. And this one is just like the build up to the last boss. I talked about last episode. Like going in like the like they're, they're trying to like uh, suck up all the resources of the sun. And uh, you go like you go and go on a ship and you attack attack him, you take him down. Like the build up to that was fucking great. Uh, like the missions that the build up was fantastic. And yeah, I just the game, it was just, they added, like, just the simple elements of adding a somewhat, I'm not going to sit there and say it's story of the year, but just adding a somewhat compelling story, adding some com- somewhat compelling 
reasons as to why I'm doing these things in this game, why I'm playing this game, made a lot of difference. And it's simple things, but they did a good job of doing that and making the game uh, not only giving you more reason to play it, but more uh, adding, you know, like I said, the stakes were higher in this game. Uh, and it's crazy to me this game is my top 10 and it's crazier to me the fact that I put this in number 7 and I feel like it's too low at number 7 um, that makes any sense um, but yeah Destiny 2 is my uh, number 7 game of the year what about you Gables my number 7 is also Destiny 2 oh shoot okay I, I always <laughs> dude your, your list is blowing my mind because every game you've mentioned so far I thought it would be higher Except for arms. Arms come out of nowhere. But three out of four. Uh, yes. Well, kind of like with your experience with uh, Destiny 1 and some parts of Destiny 2 and stuff like that, I kind of had like some of the same sentiments, especially going through Destiny 1, not enjoying so much of the campaign, things being sort of like hidden miss with uh, the online, the multiplayer online components, even after the game's release. God, months at a time, waiting for the DLC packs, this and that. But playing Destiny 2, it was one of the first things where I didn't actually play alone this time. I played with a couple other co-workers. I went through, I played through the entirety of the campaign. I enjoyed what I played of the campaign. And, like, routinely, like, throughout the past couple weeks and stuff, we've been going through and not only doing bits of Crucible matches, bits of this, this, and that, but uh, I've actually gotten to the extent where I've uh, been collecting armor like just collecting little bits of armor and stuff in order to try to take the things like Xur and this and that and stuff. It's been actually it's been pretty good. The it's like everything else that that was wrong with Destiny 1 has been fixed in abundance for Destiny 2 and it really makes me feel like I want to go back and create another character, go through the campaign again and like get a whole bunch of like different types of character classes like gone through and ready for things like raids and this and that i gotta admit though it's high on my list for the sole reason of it's one of the only online games that i've played this year with other people that i actually want to play with other people whereas other types of games other types of online games i've played and stuff i get angry because (laughs) hell i i don't like playing online with people too often but you get a couple of friends by, and I'm playing through Destiny 2, and it's like, hey, you know what? This actually doesn't feel so bad. And not That's to cool. mention not to mention the progression in the game is so lickety-split. Yeah. In the last game, mm-hmm. they would not give you hardly any type of, like, say, legendary items or exotic items. You had to really work and grind for them. In this game, there are consumable items that you can use to help you gain a lot of these various good weapons, good armor, like good this and that. So you're getting legendary That's armor. Cool, you're getting man. exotic stuff. I mean, like I said before, the only drawback which I did take like a uh, mention part of for the disappointing stuff is a lot of the best of the best stuff is locked behind like paywalls for their silver shit, but at the same point, even taking away a lot of that shit from that marketplace, I'm still left with a game that was overwhelmingly just positive in my retrospect the story mode too you know hey it may not be the best story mode may not win game of the year like type of stuff but it was competent enough to where it outclassed the original in almost every way so that's a good point i forgot to mention that when i was talking about it but like 
just the progression system. Like I hit, I hit the level cap at level twenty. Like I don't know, fifty, sixty percent of the way through the main campaign. Yep. And I kept going and I kept enjoying myself. Like just small, like that's cool. They just changed so so many small tweaks made a difference in that game to me. Uh, yep. And I think in the Gables, and I think did, a lot of people did it make you like the original one for better? Or no, no. No, it actually, made, it actually it made me never one. want to go back to the original at all. Oh, <laughs> yeah. cool. It, it did, like, the opposite of what, what, what Life of Shades yeah, Before yeah, Storms yeah. did, where it made, made the original one more unplayable than ever. Yeah. But, uh, is that pretty much it? I'm sorry, Gables. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, then, Juzzy, what's your, uh, number seven? Uh, My number seven so far? <laughs> I, have, I have not beaten this game yet. But it's Wolfenstein 2. Yeah, I was already typing it before you said it. How'd you know? Because <laughs> you said you haven't beat it yet. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um, this game, like a lot of games this year, for some fucking weird reason, has... Uh, I had like a rough start. I had a rough start with uh, lots of games this year. If you look if like either even in previous podcasts we've had, I've had some rough starts. This game was no exception, but uh, I was playing it like a my second my second time through, if you will. Second sitting with the game, like something hit me, and I laughed out loud so hard that I was like, "Wolfenstein Two <laughs> is fucking hilarious to me," and uh, and, and it goes beyond that, but like. I don't want to spoil anything, but there's something that ha- happened to me last night. I saw it, and I laughed so loud that like everyone in the house had to hear me. <laughs> it was it was seriously like I've heard a lot of things about about this game. I ever heard like many specifics, but I have like there's expectations no matter what is involved. And uh, no, I, I laughed completely honestly when I this one spot came up. And I, I want to talk about it, but I shouldn't right now. No. Yeah, yeah. It's Gabe. Someday I want you. I want you to check this game out. I it is. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and and uh, totally real in some ways. Uh, but like, yeah. The hilariousness stuck out to me so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my number. Uh, number seven. Alright. Horizon Iron. It's fucking Wolfenstein 2. I'm sorry. <laughs> Very cool, man. Um, Wolfenstein 2. Oh. And I haven't beat this game. So that means something. Yeah, that's, that, means that's a, big. that means a lot. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's these. It's great so far. Yes. Um, <laughs> before we started naming our top 10s, Gables, what was your guess for me for number one game of the year? Breath of the Wild. Just what was yours, number one game of the year for me, guess? Breath of the Wild. My number six game of the year is Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. Number That's six. Low. Yeah. That That's... is low for you. It, it is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't expect that. Uh, I didn't either until I started making this list. Uh, so. <sighs> Nothing wrong with that, but I, I did not expect No, there is something it. wrong with that. It There's is. It sucks. That. Like, I hate, no. I hate my... I, I do not feel good about my list this year. Tyler, and this is, and number six was Tyler, the reason why. Tyler, nothing wrong with that. Jesse? It was a great year. It was a great year. 
What's wrong with that, dude? Breath of the Wild is an all-time great game, and I and I understand. I, I see that and I respect that. And I understand that. Um, and I like Zelda. I've always liked Zelda. Too certain. Yeah, yeah, I've never yeah. been like the biggest Zelda guy in the world. But you've been like the kind of optimistic Zelda guy. You, yeah. You, you like play like play Princess at my friend and our friend fucking Willow's house. You're like. I beat the last guy Ganondorf. You're mm-hmm. like you're like all fucking jumping around, all drunk, and like talking about it, and it's it's fucking cool. Yeah. So this is your number six. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, dude. There's nothing sucks. wrong with it at all. No. This game should be hot. <laughs> it it should be because it's Zelda. Because Zelda's awesome. But no, it's because but Breath no, of, it's not because it's Zelda. It's because Breath of the Wild is awesome. Not because it's Zelda. It's because it's Breath of the Wild. No. Because Breath of the Wild, not Zelda. Breath of the Wild is amazing. Uh, I think... The, I respect that. The reasons why... But I think Zelda is awesome. Zelda is awesome. But, <laughs> but if you take Zelda out of this game, it was just a game called Breath of the Wild. This game is truly special. Uh, yeah. And it's going to be... And, and, hey. and I mean that when I say it's an all-time great game. Dude... <laughs> I respect that. I'm not happy with my uh, list. No, no, this no. This is the first time we made this in five years doing this show. I hate my list. I didn't think it'd be this deep down. <laughs> yeah, it was no. far off. I didn't either until I started making this but list. I, no, nothing wrong with it, dude. Nothing. Yeah. No, nothing wrong with it. I want you to know it. Justin wrote my back. Like, like. Sorry. <laughs> it's really weird. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Justin's. I think he's trying to convince himself more than me. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to convince myself here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <sighs> be honest all the way. I don't have any negatives. I'm, okay, I do have negatives. Yeah, there's my negatives, negatives about this game. I have game, negatives. My favorite part about this game is the fact that I caught a horse and named Gables. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part about this game. A horse named Gables. Yeah, he's a pretty cool horse. I've, our, I've seen it before. Conne- I've seen it. Our connection was five stars, by the way. Um, <laughs> you pet the horse so many times. I did. I gave, I gave Gables so many carrots. It That's wasn't awesome. Funny. And then you um, rode him off a cliff. I did. I threw them off the uh, No, so I guess if I had complaints, and that's the problem with like this year is so good that you got to find the smallest of negatives. Yes. To like make them yes. in your number and make them that number. And I guess my negatives to this game are everything about the game itself, exploring the world, doing random bullshit, is some of the best parts about this game. Yeah. But doing the main parts of this game, the story quests and. Uh, the the, uh, the the big shrines yeah the the, uh, the temples if you will yeah the beasts whatever the, the divine beasts divine beasts thank you yeah uh, those are the worst parts about this game to me interesting I didn't like any of them cool I didn't like, I, what, I didn't like interesting the, to me as I didn't like any of the build up to them I didn't like any of the side quests I had to do to get to them uh, none of them none of them uh, I just not even in the desert desert was okay. Okay, but like the water temp, <laughs> the the water one, I hated. Uh, with uh, that was my first one because I go. That was my first one as well. So old school. Yeah, that was my uh, first with one the well. elephant. Yeah, the elephant. When you had like interesting the with a sight on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, interesting. I didn't like. Yeah, I I thought the that's kind of what, like small things like that make the big difference to me this year. Um, no, I'm not gonna sit there and say they they were fine. But yeah, in, yeah, yeah. years no. as this, they fell very flat. Like, I like just walking around, finding shrines. Like, if I had five minutes to kill, I could do a lot in this game. Yeah. You can just, you can knock a shrine or two. If you have five, ten Find minutes. some fucking poop seeds. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> this, 
What is uh, so funny to me? Yeah, you could find stupid Korok seats. Yeah, uh, dude, they're, they're literally little poops. I found, I played this game for four, over they 40 got hours. and they pooped. Over 40 hours I played this game. I found seven Korok seats. I'm 900. I found You're seven. You're kidding me. I found seven. Gables laughed at me when I told him that. I laugh at you too. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> Nothing against you. It's like, how the for hell real? did you only find just seven? Out of that four. Look at the year that we've had, though. Yeah. I understand. No, I yeah. understand. Yeah. So look at the year that uh, the games around this game and all the other games. Like I totally get that. Yeah. So it was uh, interesting. That's it. I mean, like everything about this game is great. It's fantastic. It's it's good. Uh, <laughs> it really is. Like that should tell you how high I ranked five through one. No, that dude, number six is Breath of the Wild. Is, wow. Yeah. No, like like I not don't in a bad way. Just like wow, I like just, this like, year altogether is interesting as fuck to me. I just dislike. The divine beast parts, uh, yeah. Storming the castle wasn't as fun as I hoped it would be, I guess. And it's so crazy. And you beat Ganon. Gables and I beat this game. Yeah, within twenty minutes of each other. Yes, we did on his birthday. On my birthday, on I managed birthday. to beat it like about maybe five or ten minutes before you did. Yeah, we didn't I mean, time this or anything. It just no, happened. No, just we just asked. so I posted a picture in our Facebook group. And he sent me like I just beat this game. I just beat this game a few months ago. Hey, you know what? As a Zelda fan, I'm glad it's in your top yeah. ten. Yeah, I just yeah. this is cool. The story, the main story, is the weak point in this game to me. And that's pretty much it. That's what made the difference for. Five I get that. Win. So, by lo- I, yeah. Zelda shouldn't run. Yeah, I'll get there. Zelda shouldn't run <laughs> voice acting again. I love the. That's uh, how bad. I love reading. That's how. Well, that's how bad Zelda, the voice actor for Zelda, was to me in this game. She was terrible. I can compare it to the last game I've played this year. But yes, it is not great. She's very bad. Uh, yeah, number no. six, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Wow. Sorry, guys. No, no, uh, don't be sorry. No. Dude, dude. Sucks. I res- Sucks. No. Any other year, be number one. No, dude. I respect that, man. Mm-hmm. And you have your own tastes. I love that shit. Yeah. That's great. But uh, I respect it. Yeah. I respect it, man. Gables, what's your uh, number six this year? Puyo Puyo Tetris. Oh, shit. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I don't see that up here at all. Actually, that's a great game. <laughs> Puyo, Damn it! Puyo. I'm not saying I disagree, but I just said that's six. Yeah, I, no, no, yeah, yeah. That's seeing good. ten through seven from Gables and then seeing number six, I was, okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing about Puyo Puyo Tetris is this game is really addictive. And you know what? Given like how cheesy some of the story was and stuff... At its core, there's so much awesome gameplay upon gameplay. Like, the Tetraminos and also the fucking like Puyo Puyos and stuff yes. mixed into one cohesive stuff. There's so many different game modes to try, so mm-hmm. many types of different like uh, experiment things like time attacks and this and that and stuff. And there's these crazy modes and stuff that you go through in the middle of the campaign where it's like, oh, now you got to go through and do both at the same time. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's literally one of the best puzzle games I've played in a while. I agree, and I, dude. And I, I don't know, oh my gosh, it's like it's still. I still feel like I want to just have a hankering just to play it from time to time because it's. It, that's the thing. I love Tetris. I've loved Tetris like for a long time now, and like Puyo Puyo is that type of like puzzle game that I hadn't really played a lot of since like Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine on the Genesis, but it's like. This game definitely like scratches the itch that I had earlier on when I got the Switch at launch. I had to find a game where I wanted to play through something after just beating Zelda. 
and this was the game, and oh my god, it led to, like, so much, like, fun, like, stuff. I was frustrated, too, by the campaign, because there were times where the AI would turn, like, literally beat me by, like, a couple, like, uh, steps ahead or something, it would piss me off, but at the same time, I would keep trying, keep coming back, and I kept, like, going through the the motions and stuff, until finally, I beat that entire campaign! I beat that fucking game! Like, that nice. story mode, and I loved it and so that's why it's number six on this list <laughs> very cool man very cool it's a game i want to play for uh switch it's one of the few switch games i feel like i should need to play it'll probably make you rage probably all right i'll let the house on fire it's fine i cut that but uh <laughs> josie what's your number six game of the year and it's a second guess game oh jesus metroid prime metroid or not metroid prime uh, Samus Returns, I believe. Yes. I love this game. Uh, not only is it a 2D Metroid, which I came off the heels of fucking Super Metro for the first time in my life ever, which is, you know, it's a re-release, of course. But, like, this game is, uh, I never was really into Metroid Prime. Mm-hmm. I've tried playing those games. I actually had the trilogy on the, the Wii U. Yeah, remember that. And I can't quite get. I don't. I I respect them, but like I feel like they're not timeless. I played Super Metroid. I fucking loved it. Well, I played uh, Metroid uh, Samus Returns, which is like a complete remake overhaul of the uh, the second Metroid, if I believe. Yeah, this is for correct. Game Boy. Yeah, for Game Boy, and uh, <clears throat> it's definitely the most challenging game I've played this year. Hardest game to beat, besides uh, another another game that I haven't beat. Excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, of games that I've beat, and uh, it's like oh, it's like a, a normal game. It's not like a, a boss rush that I've gotten to. This game has uh, whoa, this game gets fucking challenging, and it's fucking amazing because. If you're me, or if you play this game, maybe, maybe not. Uh, you don't, you don't want to put this game down until you beat it. And uh, I love this fucking game. And uh, whoo, I see its shortcomings. I'll talk to you about. I'll talk to you about all day about the shortcomings. But uh, no, dude, this game is fucking awesome. Uh, I feel like this is like the last hurrah of like the 3ds. But maybe not. <laughs> the 3DS has uh, sold more apparently this year than last year, which is crazy to me. But uh, yes, this game is fucking awesome. As to me, it's like it's like the last hurrah. It's like, damn, uh, Metroid 2D remake, kind of. Yeah, it's a, totally a remake, a reimagining, if you will, yeah. and. Uh, Fuck, this game gets so hard that it almost pisses you off. It's the first time in my 3DS lifespan that I've wanted, like, my 3DS is up here. <laughs> like, slam it down here. Like, it, it, it's, it's literally, literally pissed me off. Welcome to my club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really has. But, like, when I when I finally beat this game, I was like, I had my arms up there like a dumbass by myself. No one was here. Just swinging them, like, just raising his arms up over and over again, like, fucking stupid shit. Raising them. Raising them. Like, pounding it. 
<laughs> this is stupid. Fucking shit, man. This game is awesome. But, uh... Do I wish it was on Switch? Yes. Of course I do. It should be on Switch. This game is my number six. Yeah. Yep. Metroid. Uh, Samus Returns. Not the return of Samus, but Metroid Returns. Samus Returns. Thank you. Yep. Samus Returns. <laughs> <laughs> but, Thank uh, you, Tyler. Yep, no problem, buddy. Uh, but no, I think that might wrap it up for uh, part one of the uh, Game of the Year show. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you'll hear more, more from us, Facebook page and group, Drunk Nerds Podcast, Twitter, at Drunk Nerds Pod, on YouTube, Drunk Nerds, uh, yeah, just Drunk Nerds, actually. And then on Twitch, uh, Drunk Nerds Podcast, so follow us on there. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube, obviously. Uh, like the show on there. Five-star review on iTunes. Uh, Drunk Dash Rings podcast on there. And that first will kind of all place to get you hang up to hang out with us on. Um, anyways, thank you guys for listening to us on the first official episode of 2018. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes for us and a week for you guys with part two of the, the year of the, sh- part game of the year show. Two. Yep. Uh, be prepared to listen to the fact that me explain why Mass Effect Drama is the number one game of the year. Spoiler. Uh, but no until next time guys thank you so much I was Tyler I've been Justin sorry and I've been Colonel Gables I've been Ustino compared to the Latin so until next week that I guess (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening guys bye bitches bye baby yo to me beers there anyways we're on itunes now so go on there check us out and if you like us leave us a review and we'll even shout you out and jack will send you his credit card number <laughs>